Yeah. <laughs> it's Swift, man. And welcome to Shit I See on the Internet, where we recap events we see on social media the week prior, and we deliver, and I give you a little bit of insight. Uh, brought to you by Kingdom of Good Cigar. Um, I'm smoking one right now. Let me make sure I got a good light before I start, man, because it's our first episode, and we want it to be right. Right? Right. All right. All right, we got a good little draw. We got a good little draw. Um, to be honest with you, man, I'm going to start with a story that kind of inspired me to do this podcast because it's a fucking train wreck. That's all I can say. And we got to start with possibly the biggest story of 2019 going forward. Um, probably the, the biggest story of the past five years is, <laughs> is the Soldier Boy. Man, listen. Now, it's crazy to me because Soulja Boy was gone and he just came back. Like, he just came back to this little stinny jail. And um, he came back looking like he aged 10 years. Soulja Boy really looked like a clone. Um, I'm a conspiracy theorist, so I'm going to go with that. I mean, I think we should spread it. Why Why should we wait on the truth? Soulja Boy is a clone. Uh, they use all the, the spare parts they had from the Gucci Man clone, and, and, and they came up with him. And now he's back with a vengeance. That's what he say. 2018 was his year. Man, I ain't hear a fucking Soulja Boy record since that nigga was saying, you, but fuck it. That's what he said, and I don't need no data. I'm going to go with Big Draco. <laughs> this nigga got locked up for having a gun and want to name it. Boy, people crazy, boy. But, yo, listen, let's start here. Um, How factual are these claims, man? Now, I'm old enough to remember the landscape of rap and what was going on at that time, man. Hip-hop was really dead. Really, all music was dead, man, because of um streaming. But not streaming, but piracy with Napster and LimeWire and stuff like that. And once we found those sharing apps, man, we went and got all the music we want. We only got all the porn we want, and that kind of revolutionized what you see today from fucking Pornhub to Apple Music to Spotify to Amazon Music. So in that aspect of the game, Soulja Boy is the first person to kind of, I ain't going to say he was the first to do it, but he was the kind, he was the first person to get fame off doing it. So he's a pioneer in that fact, in that, that, that facet. I mean, he was the first to do it. And, but I think... I think he's a little delusional because he thinks that his rhyming skills made him the legend, not actually the business model that made him a legend. And let's be honest, man. When that Soldier Boy shit dropped, it was whack. We was feeling like hip-hop was dead because that was at the forefront, but it was at the forefront because the kids was in tune with technology and they jumped on the, they jumped on the YouTube thing and... and and blew blew that nigga the fuck up. But this nigga think he's super, super lyrical. How this man say he taught Drake everything he know? And he talking about a line he stole from Shorty Lowe. Rest in peace. Fam, you can't be that to do. Like, what kind of friends you got that let you walk around and think shit like this, dog? It's crazy. And and why we on the fan? Does anybody out here think he can fight? Dog, this dude, one, I think of the Chris Brown fight. Would have would have went down. Not only would have been a sorry fight because you got two soft ass niggas fighting, but dog, he Chris Brown would have did that boy wrong. It would have been no coming back from that shit. I think that shit like, I think Chris Brown backing out kind of saved that nigga from like embarrassing himself. And the dude just threatens to square up on anybody, everybody. And I don't. All this world star shit going on, fam. I ain't never seen no footage of Soldier Boy smacking the shit out of nobody. 
he ain't got nothing going on like the baby. I seen the baby slap the fire out of the nigga and start back rapping. I thought the boy was dead. I ain't gonna lie. I said, damn, he must have killed that nigga. I seen fucking Takashi and them boys jumping people. Like, I never seen no footage of Soldier Boy getting on nobody's ass, but this nigga's threatening everybody. Like, that nigga need to go work for World Wrestling Entertainment because this shit is hilarious. Like, dog, I, I never seen anything so funny. But the crazy thing about it is I think we missing a boat. I think, I think a lot of people missing a boat because, dog, imagine a Soldier Boy was on the fucking B2K tour. Oh, my gosh. Like, imagine he was on this B2K tour. That shit would be... It'd be lit, one, because them little three, four songs Soulja Boy got, that shit would be a perfect perfect opening to, to set in the mood. But, dog, if you hire a camera crew just to follow them dudes around, which B2K already don't get, a, get, get along like that anyway. That's what take the shit so long. Oh, finally need the money. That's how I feel. And um, remember, they was, what's my man's name? Fucking Raz B was talking about being molested by Chris Stokes and all kind of wild shit. And them niggas going on a tour. That right, they already fireworks. Fucking Pretty Ricky is fireworks because that boy, what that boy name is Slickum. That boy, you ain't never hear that boy talk, man. That boy had you dying. That boy is entertaining. Then you throwing fucking Changi. With that flat earth and that what's the what's the shit he had on the internet? Heaven is hot, hell is cold. That shit you had that nigga in with that shit, and you throw Soldier Boy in there, and you just fucking video document that shit and put it on YouTube. My nigga, that's two hundred million views. I know I watched that shit probably like three times a fucking month for the rest of my life. So whoever we need to talk to, we need to get that nigga on the B two K tour. We got to do it. We need to start a petition. Whatever the fuck we got to do. I mean, my cigar, whatever we got to do, we need to do that shit because, dog, I'm, I'm not lying to you. Like, if you ain't seen the Soldier Boy videos, you should just go back. Go back and look, fam. Like, it will be, I guarantee you, you're going you're gonna to laugh at least 20 times and you're going to rewatch it for the next week. The Everyday Struggle in the Breakfast Club interview. You're going to rewatch them shits and you're going to be dying because, one, I guess we can call it passion, but he gets so amp. And then when you, you call him out in a lie, he get real quiet. <laughs> this nigga wrote, what the nigga said? He said he had a deal for 450 million. We was like, yo, it was two and a half. I still got the deal. He was like, yeah, but millions is millions. I understand what you're saying from, from a dude who ain't got no millions. Like 2.5 or 400, either one of those, I'm good. But, man, perception is everything. You got people thinking you out here about to be a billionaire, which my whole thing was I wanted to find out who was giving Soldier Boy $400 million so I could try to finesse them out a couple million myself. You at least 200000 tell them I got this big platform on, on, on with my podcast and, and inflate some stats and some shit so I can get a check, too, because whoever that is writing a bunch of stupid-ass check with no data, like nobody's checking for this nigga. I had to go back and listen to a Soldier Boy song after the interview just to try to give him a couple streams to keep this shit relevant so he can keep going so I can keep laughing. And, dog, this shit was trash. Like, it was horrible. I had to cut my volume down and just let shit play so, I, so he can get them stats and me not be subject to that pollution, dog. That shit was just... Shit still... It's, it's terrible. It's, it's like the greatest car crash ever. And you know in America, man, we love to see people burn, dog. We love to see people burn. But I'm, I'm going to get off of that, and we're going to keep it going with fire. Fam, y'all saw that City Girls video? That is the greatest collection of ass ever. 
Like, dog, I ain't seen that much meat shaking, boy, since my mama used to cook collard greens back in the day, boy. And I could see why my man crazy over Cardi. Boy, Cardi be throwing that thing. I don't know who the other shorty is. And all that. I guess I ain't too fond of her because I don't know who she is. She's very attractive. But, dog, Cardi with that body paint on? And, fam, how many? Oh, my God. There had to be, like, 200 of the best ass shakers in the world. I, can, I ain't a strip club dude, dog. But I can see how y'all go to the strip club and fuck up your rent money. Because, dog, if I went in there, fam, something getting repoed, boy. Boy, I walk in there and see that? Boy, something getting repoed. And I don't give a fuck. I figure that shit out later. But, dog, I got no memories. I, that bitch bill paid because I fuck around and throw all my money. But, boy, I, I'm going to just struggle it out and I, I figure it out, boy. God damn. That shit was crazy. And Cardi on a crazy wave right now, too. That's a crazy wave. And, and I don't want to get on the whole Cardi Nikki thing. I think that's crazy how we always pit two people against each other of color that's doing the same thing, and we start making them compete. But I never see, like, Bon Jovi competing with Mick Jagger. They all get their bag. But when it comes to people of color, like, it can only be one at one time. I see that with comedians. I see that with musicians. Shit, I even see it with politicians, which is crazy. So I don't want to get in the whole Cardi Nikki thing. But I think if they came together and did music together, man, that shit would revolutionize it will revolutionize music, period. Not even just female music, because they both can harmonize a little bit. They both can rap. I know Nicki got bars, bars. Even that bullshit she been doing lately, she just is throwing that shit together. But when she wants to, though, she got bars, bars. And Cardi just got that delivery. That's I don't know who the fuck writing Cardi shit. They say Offset, they say Migos, they say she ain't writing that shit. But her delivery is crazy. And rap right now to the point where it don't even matter who writing the shit, man. It's just the delivery and shit. Because the biggest rapper in the game don't even write his own shit. And we accepting that. So why we can't accept Cardi with her shit or whatever. But if they came together, fam. Like, could you imagine if they made a video like that with Nicki and Cardi? Now, I know Nicki ass a little stiff, allegedly. It's fake. But ass is ass, my nigga. I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. That bitch look good in jeans, don't it? I saw Iggy Azalea last night. I was watching some shit on Netflix. Complex made calls, dropping cash, L.A. And I know Iggy ass ain't like that. But, boy, that thing look good in some jeans, boy. But that's neither here nor there. If you had a video with all them chicks with Nicki and Cardi, then that would easily be the smash of the year dropped in January, and nobody would be able to compete with it. No male, no female, no pop artist, no country artist, nobody, because you just took two of the best female rappers at the top of the game and you meshed them together. You know what I mean? That's basically like fucking Drake. And Jay Z doing a pro, doing a doing a song together, and they putting it out commercially because everything Drake and Jay Z did together was really just B side album cuts for the art of it. You know what I mean? It was nothing to be commercialized. But you can make the case that that should have been on par with what Jay Z and Beyonce do if they put a song out together because that shit would be crazy, dog. But that's probably but going back to my point. That's probably the greatest video I ever seen in my life. I know whoever got flewed out and got that twenty five bands, baby, you deserve that. Because, God damn, I ain't even big on twerk videos. But, boy, had to hit my cigar on that one. But, boy, Lord, 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 Lord. But I'm going to get on this right here, and I'm going to go, man, because I don't, want, I don't want my podcast to be too long. Just a little simple, just a little simple listen 
things you need to go check for to happen on the internet. A little recap, man. But let's let's end it at Adrian Broner. Fight just came on last night. Fight will be almost a week old by the time you guys get this. Man, that... <laughs> Yo, man. All right, let's start from the beginning, man. So, you know, AB gave us some great sound bites leading up to this, leading up to this bout from the, y'all ain't see me in person with the drip shit. Check out the drip. <laughs> from that to the gang gang shit. Now, the gang gang shit was hilarious. Not because of what he said, Joe, but he was like, gang gang, if I don't fuck with you, they don't fuck with you. And the reporter, who clearly had to be black, in the fucking audience to chill out. Facts. <laughs> Dog. And I ain't a fan of his antics, man. But when that shit happened... When that shit happened, dog, oh my God, yo, I lost it. Y'all had to rewind it like five times just to hear that nigga yell out, facts. So, you know what I mean? AB was real entertaining going up to the fight. And I am a boxing fan, so I'm going to be able to give you a little bit more insight into this besides, like, pop culture. But, you know, a knock on AB always been activity. Like, he, he he's one, two punches, pop shots. But he's super talented, you know what I mean? He got power, he got hella speed, his hands are super fast, and he's a, he's, he's a good fighter. I'm not going to say he's a great fighter, but he's always been a good fighter. He's the youngest four-division champ in the history of boxing, and boxing been around for, for 100 years, man, so that, that's big. But I expected to see a different A.B. because how he was running his mouth, like, yo, this right, like, this right here would have made him a living legend. He could have write his own ticket. He could have fought Floyd. He could have fought anybody and made some money, like made big money off of it. So I'm like, yo, a hungry AB is a is a is a dangerous AB and he comes out and he's throwing these pop shots and Pacquiao's throwing combinations, hitting him with some crazy combination and this dog it's so it's so clear that Pacquiao's winning this fight. Like the fight was born, let's let's be honest about it. The fight was born. We really watched this shit cause A B running his mouth, we want to see what happened. Motherfucker ain't we wasn't ordering that fight, man, if A.B. wasn't running his mouth like he was, man. And we wanted to see how Pacquiao look at 40 because he's supposed to be fighting Mayweather again, even though I don't believe nobody wants to see that shit. I think that's a bad fight for boxing with all the young talent out here. Let me relight my cigar. But he's writing this, he writing this, these checks, man. We're like, yo, dog, everybody, you doing it for the hood? Whoa, okay. So he runs out there, he's getting his ass whooped. Like, me scoring it at the house, man. I only saw him win one round. I think it was like the fourth or something like that. So, he getting his ass whooped. But as the fight going on, I'm looking at the fight. And he's dancing around the ring trying to stay away from Pacquiao. Like, he's fighting with a lead. Like, when you're fighting with a lead, you're trying to stay away because you just don't want to get knocked out. You know, if you make it to the end, you're going to get the decision. Like, you've done everything to win the fight. But this nigga, the, the most punches he threw in the round was, well, landed was eight. So he's dancing around. I'm looking at everybody watching the fight. I'm like, yo, I think he think he winning. And then he started dancing around more and more as the fight going on. I'm like, yo, I really think he think he winning. So we get to the 12th round, and he's looking at the clock. And he's dancing around, like just trying to stay from Pacquiao. I'm like, yo, I know he think he winning now. And the bell rang, and this nigga did the most explicable. Exp- I can't even say the word I want to say. This nigga did the wildest shit I ever seen in my life. The nigga put his hands up, two of them in the fucking sky. I say, yo, this nigga think he won for real. And he got on the fucking beating on the chest like I did that. 
I'm looking like, did what? So, we all know what's coming. So I'm thinking like, well, maybe, you know, Mayweather is the promoter here. Um, maybe they bought the shit pack y'all so Mayweather don't got to fight him again. Maybe AB knows something we don't know. Like, he knows he's going to get the decision. All he had to do was not get knocked out. But it's clear to everybody in the world, even the hood that came with you, that you say bro came with you. I, I ain't come with you, boy. I ain't know. Don't, don't represent me. So, you know what I mean? It's like, maybe he knows something we don't know. His hand's going to go up. He's going to the, he's gonna get the decision and maybe we're going to see some controversial shit. So the Decision come out, and this is exactly what the fuck we all thought. Ain't nobody getting cheated tonight. This nigga lost. He lost horribly. You know what I mean? Like, one judge, they give no rouse. So, after the fight, I already know the fight is over. I'm like, yo, I got to see what, like, this nigga, I said I wasn't leaving until I saw the interview. I got to see what this nigga say. <laughs> so, he did Pacquiao. Pacquiao did his little humble Christian thing, man. I ain't knocking him, man. It makes you kind of run the root for him a little bit, especially on the way out. Motherfucker came to eye of the tiger, man. That's how I knew he was going to win. <laughs> and the nigga playing the Rocky song is going down. So I'm waiting, like, yo, they get through the Pacquiao, man. Pacquiao gave him his little political answers and shit. You know, I'm very happy, this, this, and this. I'm very happy, this. I'm like, yo, hey, I'm going to get the AB. So one thing that caught me that was funny as hell to me, when he started talking to the dude, when he said gang gang, he like, yeah, I already feel you against me. So, you know, and I was with him, yo, because, yo, Larry, that wasn't Larry Merchant, but Larry Merchant be bugging on the black fighter sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, he be bugging, like, he be picking, them niggas keep winning the knockout when he a Nick pick something. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, he probably right. My man probably is against him. That's why he want to talk to Stephen A. or Roy Jones. So my man came to him like, yo, how you feel about the fight? I beat that boy. Everybody can see. <laughs> Nigga, that's not what we saw. You ain't, don't, be, don't be talking for us. <laughs> I beat that boy. And the nigga goes on to get him to stand. The nigga say, yo, the most punches you land in the round was eight rounds. This <laughs> nigga rebuttal was, yeah, I already know you against me. How <laughs> nigga give you facts and that's what you come back with. Like, yo, I already know you against me. But see, that's what they try to do. Set up the fight for Floyd. The fight like fam, Floyd was usually for a gatekeeper, so he didn't have to fight Manny Pacquiao again. Floyd Mayweather Jr. is fighting fucking kickboxes and getting $9 million for 30 seconds of work. Why would he want to fight Manny Pacquiao for Manny Pacquiao for fucking 12 rounds again when you know ain't nobody paying $100 for that fight again? And ain't nobody fitting to watch it like they at the clip they watched it last time when he got, what was it, like 300, they say 300 million or something crazy like that? 100, I don't know, it was a lot of fucking money. Either way, he ain't gonna get that. Like, why would he wanna fight Manny Pacquiao again when he's already 50 and know he's retired and he's getting exhibition fights when he's making nine, 10 million dollars to knock out people who can't fucking fight? Like, that's easy money. So, why would he wanna fight Manny Pacquiao again? He's using you as a gatekeeper to, so you could beat Manny Pacquiao ass so he could say, see, he ain't got it no more. Why am I fighting him for? So, why you, fam, why you think the boys against you? The boys wanted you to win. You came out there with that bullshit, that pop, pop, and run, and this nigga thought he was winning. That's the funniest part to me, yo, because, like, I don't understand that shit, man. But I'm going to call it quit right there, man. I don't want to hold y'all up too 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 long, man. I don't think a podcast run on for two or three hours unless you got video content. Um, Hopefully we keep growing so I can bring the video content in, bring some, some guests in. Uh, We's only going to get better. This is the first episode, like I say. So, you know, I appreciate you listening. Um, you can always get at me on Instagram, kok.swift, or you can get at me on Twitter, meme vulture, 
M-E-M-E, Vulture, one word, and also on Facebook at Swift Gilmore. Uh, once again, this is presented by KOKPremium.com, best premium cigars in the land uh, at affordable prices. Something that you can smoke and build with. We also starting a movement with that. Pretty girls that smoke like bosses, getting some uh, getting some momentum with that. But like I said, this is the first episode. We is only 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 going to get better. Feel free to hit me up on any of those social media platforms to tell me what you think and also tell me what you want to talk about and just to give me some feedback. I mean, feedback is is appreciated. I thank you guys for listening, and we're going to end it right there. Peace, bless up.